0: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation.
1: Hoop Ballers, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. Another edition of what is brought to you by hoop Find us at Hoopball Gaming on Twitter for the show and then also go over to said website hoop-ball.com. Check out all the free stuff, all the tickers on the side, the health and transactional Highlights, the team coverage, just added some Celtics coverage. Really, really exciting. And if you are on your phone right now, go over to Hootball Celtics to check them out. Give them a support as they grow. Uh, Mavericks, Celtics, among the bevy of teams that we cover specifically. A um, lot of Kings coverage and a lot of analysis for fantasy basketball as you go into the playoff season. So I would recommend getting over there and using some of those tools. And then I would also recommend checking out a wager pass. You're going to be able to get access for 33 cents a day, less than I think if my math is right, to about eight to 10 cappers, some really professional picks, not touts or stouts, but, you know, just really quality picks with some very great value. And uh, one of those people will be on the show today And we've recently added to the roster, but you know, it remains the same a little bit here at Hootball Gaming and the top dogs, Dan Bespris and Aaron Bruski themselves um, get in there in the wager pass also. So check it all out. Give us a chance for a month. If you don't make your money back, I don't blame you. Uh, You can leave after the first month, but I guarantee you'll be hooked in the discord chats and the banter, the insight, the profits, and um everything else that comes with it so lastly before i get into the show i want to make sure we talk about manscape since they are the wonderful sponsor that uh, takes care of us here on the show go over to manscape.com use promo code hoopball20 L L two zero to get 20% off and free shipping use that on the lawnmower 3.0 that has that awesome built-in LED light to get in those dark places, those dark, hard-to-reach spots. Then you also got the Weed Whacker, which I so desperate really uh, needed and love. The ear trimmer, the nostril trimmer. You know, I thought my mustache hairs were my mustache hairs. and I looked closer, and I had, like, nose um, hairs that was just kind of flowing into my mustache, so... Take care of that. Don't be like me. Use promo code Hootball20. Get the free ship and get the 20% off and get your lawn mode. Take care of your balls in that whole area. So, all right. Without further ado, I'm going to bring Vince in. Vince is a familiar face, voice, and uh, site. So, obviously, we know who he is, but he is at VM Center on twint, uh, Twitter. I can't even say the word Twitter today. Uh, anywho, Vince. It's been a while since we've been able to get a show going and I'm excited that we've been able to pop on one here on this unexpected Monday morning uh, Monday early afternoon
0: yeah I think it's been at least a month since we've done a show uh, together as, that sounds about right and I mean like we, we I mean obviously I host the Monday and what Wednesday show mm-hmm. and you know filling wherever wherever I can and, and other places but together it's been like at least a month at least a month
1: yeah, and that's probably short-selling. It might have been a month and a day or two. Um, I know things have been crazy for both of us, but yeah. you know, the winnings and the plays and the fun on the wager pass have also been you know, pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, dude, the Discord is where it's at. I'm telling you this right now. The Discord is my favorite place to be at it's just because it's, it's a lot of people just talking about our picks uh, I guess because there's so many uh, people like you and I, cappers that are in the chat now, that are so active. Like remember when I first started, Devin? Like all of us were like kind of in it and kind of not because we didn't know how the Discord was gonna go. And then now, like I feel like I'm in it every day. If I'm not in the Discord, like talking about which picks I'm leaning toward and then giving out the wager pass on the Discord first before it's presented on the site, like I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I'm missing a part of my day if I'm not in there. too much
1: fun i love the amount of things that i learn also you know some of our followers and listeners and other contributors that don't really maybe you know they don't really hop on the shows as much but they're behind the scenes grinding um our discord warriors (laughs) um yeah they're putting they're like you know little blurb feeds you know out there and i literally multiple occasions have gotten an alert from discord or from one of our channels. And then like a minute or 45 seconds later, getting the flood of, you know, uh, CBS and uh, the score and um, ESPN. And then the other guys, I have the uh, notification bells on for, uh, on Twitter. So uh, I think that speaks volumes. You know, I think our followers and the people that we are in there with um, absolutely make it the best.
0: Yeah, I think like like we said, the camaraderie that comes in it. We're really building a community in those discords, and, I, and I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to be a active member as well as a uh, hoop, hoop head, hoop baller head. One of the one of the orange figures in there that people are waiting to see what picks come out. So it feels good. I love the community we're building for sure.
1: Yeah, and just to kind of speak on the community aspect a little bit more here, and then we can get into games and whatnot, but. Just the other day, you know, I I was, I think I was four four and o on my college picks, on the day, and then I was like, f it, you know, that's it, all right. Like, I'm, at, should I stay or should I go? Like, I, I want to go. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, just wrap it up. And then yeah. simultaneously, two two of the two of our followers, um, you know, they're just like, just do it, like, just keep going. Hell yeah, yeah, I
0: was one of them. I was that. one of
1: those people too. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All that thing out
1: there. And so oh, right. that's when I pulled the Abilene Christian double dip, the Abilene Christian spread and the under um, out. I had already had some handwritten notes on it. I'd looked at the game a little bit, but I dug a little further and then I submitted it in, and uh, turned in a real nice night. So
0: yeah, that that same night is the night the the night that we were talking about uh, before the show started. The the Holland Holland versus Brunson card and my little ro- uh, what was it called, Robin. Robin bet that I did round Robin word Robin (laughs) something not Robin Hood not not you stockbrokers out there
1: (laughs) we were talking about some of that
0: too though that's true that's true that's what I'm going to school for you know so we definitely were talking a little bit about Robin Hood and the stocks so you know, maybe, may, who knows, maybe that's a podcast for the future. Who knows? Yeah. But this Oregon game, bro, it's still tied right now. Oh um, thirty-eight
1: thirty-six. 38-36. No.
0: Oregon's winning, bro. Yeah. You, call, you, know, you said this was going to be a nerve-wracking one. I took, just for those people out there, I didn't put it in a wager pass because it was so early in the morning. But I saw Iowa minus five, and I took it. So, we will see if it turns out to be a uh, fruitful pick or not. I don't know. As of right now, I'm down by two. Yeah, technically five. down by seven. Yikes, man, this is a painful one to watch.
1: It's just that Dana Altman. Oh, Luke Gargara just hit a nice three, though. Mm.
0: We took the lead. Yeah, 30, 30. Oh, that's good. All right, you know it's it's so early. It's the first half. We got this. We got Luke
1: Gargara's got seventeen points. He's six for seven from the field. Not a yeah. whole lot. Of, he's, he's almost got half the team's points.
0: Yeah, it's because he's the only one that's going to be carrying us through this whole thing for sure.
1: Bohanan's got to get in there. He can sh- hit some shots, but
0: we just need the threes to start dropping. That's that's my biggest concern on if their threes are going to be consistent or not. And as of right now, it's looking like a maybe.
1: They're not uh from what I've seen, I think I've only seen a couple go in, so I think they're probably like 3 f- of 7 or so from the three-point range at this current juncture. But I think the second half is going to set us up for some really great basketball.
0: Yeah, this is, is going to be a fun game all the way through. It's just going to keep me on my toes. I need them to start. I need their defense to really start pushing down. I mean, the, the fact that they're already pushing 40 points with five minutes to go here in the, sec, in the first half ugh, makes me a little nervous, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm confident in my picks.
1: So, can I ask you a question?
0: Ask it. Ask right. it. Ask it.
1: Full send um so with making plays and whatnot how many times do you find yourself and like i'm in this situation today but like when you see something and you're like i might add it to my card and then you just don't maybe times you just forget that you even put it in your scope or sometimes you just you just don't play it or something and then you look and you check back on it and you're like well damn it and it's going exactly how you thought it would you know does that happen a lot
0: uh i'd rather have those moments and know that i could have won than rather do that moment and lost you know what i mean it's just it's like a now you i just put it as a mental note for next time i mean yeah, you always have fomo the fear of missing out but
1: yeah bowling green I, and stetson the cbi tournament quarterfinal which yeah I that's getting all that's the buzz. At
0: eight that started at 8.30 this morning, by the way. I know. freaking thirty, dude. That's so early for basketball.
1: It's perfect for basketball. Uh, I'm telling you this right now. I was
0: up at 6.30 stretching to try and hop into the gym, and I feel exhausted already just stretching. So, to have to go and actually play in a big game and a tournament game? No way, bro. Oh, my God. I'd be exhausted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. But the under is definitely on pace. So, um Stetson's down 13 41 was it wasn't Stets- Stetson like, and Bowling Green
0: was it wasn't Stetson the favorite or no I believe they might have been I thought they were seven and a half point favorites no it may,
1: I don't know if it was that oh. much but I thought
0: I thought I saw that I don't know why I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong though
1: I was on the Bowling Green side of this just because I love the Mac um Real quickly, I want to talk about this other CBI game, and it's a 130 central time tip. Coastal Carolina and Bryant. This is actually a really fun matchup, and Coastal Carolina's minus three over under set at 157 and a half. I like getting the key number if you can find a two and a half on the Chanticleers. Clears. I mean, at this rate, I'm gonna be able to say Clears almost for a full calendar year. I wrote them heavy in college football. Um, I bet I could find some betting angles on their college baseball side, and I'm going to ride them in the CBI. And I believe the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers are the team to beat in this field and uh, look for some points. But I think Coastal Carolina's got a chance to really make a run in the CBI. So I like them to cover um, and at-worst-case scenario push that three. So I like the Chanticleers.
0: Oh, bam! There you go. The Santa clear. Don't know much about those teams, if I'm being honest.
1: Well, I wasn't really even meaning to talk about that game, but I, you know, it was one of those <laughs> hey. I forgot about. You know, I forgot the CBI was tipping off today. You know, because all the tournaments are kind of overlaying on each other because of the COVID scheduling and all that stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah,
0: isn't that weird? That speaking of COVID, isn't it weird that this this Oregon team got to go? Because I saw that the team that they played against, by the way, I'm up by three right now, so we're a two pointer away from being in the money. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, the, like, a part of it for me is like, do you think that that's going to be a scare in the future games for COVID? That the top seat, like, if any of you guys get any of your team members get COVID that it could be just become a no contest. And that means your game could just be canceled. Like you're just out of the tournament. I don't know. I just feel like that sucks. I think we only have the, one case, right?
1: Yeah. So I, I think for the, um, what'd you call it? For the other teams in the tournament, I think it's kind of eye opening because VCU had a chance to, you know, make some noise. Um, yeah.
0: They, they were they, supposed to be. I thought they were going to beat Oregon. To be right,
1: honest. I, I you know in some brackets, some spots I had them you know being real close to the Sweet Sixteen. You know, making one of oh, those. They're not beating Iowa. Though, no, Iowa. definitely not. But I said being close. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, they they apply enough pressure defensively. Apple or uh, VCU does. You know, to um, kind of get in some of those spots in the tournament. And I think other teams are going to look and see, like, man, this is a team that had a chance, um, and they ain't playing around. So we need to get our guys together and get our minds right and get straight and make sure that no one's out fooling around and contracting COVID. You know? Yeah, for so, sure. I believe with college kids is a lot easier, you know. Um, but there is still, you know, there's fan interaction. There's fans there in the venue. That's
0: what that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I it was so a weird
1: it's not a bubble. We keep hearing the term bubble, but it, it's not, you know, they're allowing fans.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like that was kind of messed up for VCU and the fact that Oregon got to automatically advance today.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, that, and that's also, but at the same time, that was also the reason why I rode Iowa. I felt like missing out on those games was going to be a, I mean, it's all obviously it's already single elimination. So you, your first game in is the second round of this huge tournament that you're you don't even know if you were even supposed to make it out of the first round. So I mean, pressure's on you, right? Like I mean, now people really want to see if you're really about that team, or maybe maybe I'm wrong and it's more of the mindset that you know they have nothing else to lose. They have we're in it to win it, and that's why they're playing so good now. I mean, they're up by four now, and I was just winning, right. So. I
1: just saw three in Luca Garza just got his stuff absolutely canned. Yeah, uh, I mean, he got downward four. swatted.
0: with 2.40 to go. The second half is going to be where it's at, man. We'll we'll see how it goes.
1: We could be tied at half, you know, the way this game is. Each team keeps going on these little four- or five-point runs.
0: I just need Iowa to figure out how to stop the drives. I just feel like Oregon's literally getting whatever Uh, they want. just got got a
1: steal on an interior pass attempt.
0: Uh, I just feel like they're giving up a lot of penetration right now. Mm -hmm. Garza
1: right to the cup. <clears throat> His shoulder again, moves
0: 46-46 Was that a foul? No, no,
1: no foul. No
0: no one no No, 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 no. Man, well, I feel like we're just talking here. This is a full conversation for a podcast. I think we should start breaking down
1: these games, bro. <laughs> we, hey, we're breaking down some live content. We broke yeah, down yeah, some yeah. games. No, no, maybe may, maybe we maybe we need to invest with uh, <laughs>
0: invest in hot mic with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and start doing play-by-plays like this, bro. <laughs>
1: right why not yeah,
0: that'd, be, that'd be fucking oh sorry that'd be dope that'd be dope
1: oh, danny b don't in get the, out put of it me in the <laughs> swear <laughs> jar don't do it don't do it.
0: quarter <laughs> oh man my daughter would definitely ask me for that
1: quarter too i just had to buy her a hamster
0: <laughs> cheese and rice man
1: can you buy or ha- hamsters are about a quarter right
0: they're about like tw- 12 bucks They're right. 12 dollars Fun fact that I did not know, and I don't know if this is a fun fact, but it's a fact that I just found out because I'm not really big on hamster life, like critters like that. But uh, an average lifespan for a hamster is only three years. Did you know that?
1: (laughs) Average. I mean, that's not a lot of time at all. But I did not know that, to be quite honest. But hey, on this OU Gonzaga game, we, you know, OU beat Mizzou, and I was obviously on the Mizzou side. And so we got a Gonzaga OU matchup here at 140 Central. And uh, right now we got a high over under 155. I think there's going to be a lot of points 14 and a half point spread. OU has a chance of covering that and getting within double digits, uh, I believe. It's going to be very, very potent. There you are. This is I gonna lost be...
0: you for a second.
1: Oh, yeah. so You know, I think you might have accidentally muted yourself, to be honest.
0: Oh, yeah, that might have happened then. Yeah, Your mute icon
1: was on. So I started just rolling with the OU Gonzaga game.
0: Great game, I got Gonzaga winning that though,
1: and le- hey, unless you want to finish our conversation up about hamsters, I mean, no,
0: nah, I mean, wait, wait yeah, we get they can break down
1: hamster purchase nah, it's all right I mean it was a great purchase my dog's
0: my dog likes it too, my dog actually seems to really like the hamster. they chase it when he's in the ball, and <laughs> they live for three years. That was the fun fact I had to give you,
1: yeah, well, and I was not uh of. Of knowledge of that fact so that is um something you bestowed upon me and i am gracious of it
0: bam gonzaga and
1: uh whoever they're beating your oklahoma Oklahoma. sooners
0: you picked we were killing it the other day with oklahoma
1: yeah and i was the one in the discord server trying to be like no missouri you know mizzou that's all right oh that's
0: another thing man like people we've we've been going against each other a lot because we're always making picks so I feel like you tend to always get like people going against each other. That's why I never tell anybody, like, only you don't always have to follow me. Just follow people that you trust and 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 use it all as like a reference to your own picks. It's your money that's on the line. Just be confident right. in the pick that you make. Like right now, I'm losing. I'm losing with Iowa, but I I still feel like we're gonna cover minus five. They're a good team.
1: You know, you and I recently talked. And by reason, I mean like 30 minutes ago, kind of about the change of my philosophies with betting and just the way I'm looking at the market and everything. And one thing I've noticed is you can go into sweat mode if you want, but the bets are going to play out how the bets are going to play out. And you already did your analysis and you closed your browser tabs and you locked everything. So why not just enjoy it as a basketball game? Sure, keep a mind of your bet. But, you know, like – I've gotten a lot more faith, and I've felt a lot more different energies at the end of games when I thought it was absolutely a crapped-out bet. You know, two minutes left, and all of a sudden, uh, it's alive again. You know, or some. You know, so I think, a just kind of the you being cheesy and letting the term come out. You know, let it ride. Be, uh, once you figure out how to actually truly do that, and just be like, all right, F it bleep it you know like this i made this bet here we go like that's I'm at um, right now
0: i'm just yelling i'm just yelling two tears in a bucket duck it you know what i mean
1: <laughs> yep chuck it in the you know what bucket exactly, bucket, exactly. chuck it, in the uck it bucket
0: bucket bucket
1: yeah so i mean that's kind of how i've gone into this and it's allowed me to really enjoy march madness a ton uh a lot more so um and I'm having some success, so uh, that's always maybe you, that's why I'm enjoying it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe do I you could... feel
0: pressure. Do you feel pressure knowing that like a lot of people are riding our picks now, like just as like because we are growing. We've been growing so much this past year that like, do you ever feel the pressure of those picks?
1: Um, pressure? No, because I usually approach it with a high amount of confidence. Right. But what I would say is probably like if I go and I go like, you know, one in four in the wager pass and I lose, and it's on two for Tuesday and I lose someone like seven units, you know, I'm like, damn, that sucks. Um, a lot. Like I don't like that because, you know, before you talk about the growth, but before the growth, you know, we have, and we still do. And I think you always do have the sense and the presence of credibility, you know, and being something in a massive growth phase, uh, but still so, you know, virgin, you know, we need credibility and I need to hit these picks and I definitely need to make sure I know what I look like, not look like, but show that I do know what I'm talking about when I talk about small schools like coastal Carolina, but you know, fear or pressure now. Uh, I don't, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know what word I would put, put with it though, but there is definitely a, maybe expectation that I do feel.
0: I have a sense of pride in my picks, but I think you're, right. I think pressure isn't probably necessarily the right word because when we go into it, obviously we put in our, I put in my analysis, I literally go through my checklist when going through games, I go through through the injury reports before I put anything in the wager pass. Like when I do the podcast, a lot of my research, I'll be honest, isn't fully done. It's just like where I'm leaning. I never give away my wager pass picks because obviously if i did that then why why would anybody be paying for it when they can get it for free on a podcast like this you know but our picks but my picks i mean like for example my nba picks i'm at 52 point something percent on the year just behind troy on the nba season and i don't i mean i i don't feel pressure into getting any of them right but i have pride in every pick that i make and I, i know that I do have people that are following because they're messaging me and like, Hey, what are you thinking before my picks are even done? You know? So and when I know people are watching, I think, I think you're right. I think pressure is definitely not there. I think it's just pride. And then you want to be like looking at, they become like friends of yours. You know what I mean? You don't want your friend to lose because you're losing. So I don't know. I think I just, I just find that interesting. Cause I get, I never, you never really think about that stuff until you have to think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, like you said, the whole friend dynamic of it, the familiar faces and names and followers and whatnot—you know—you you do kind of start taking a personal sense to it. So, um, doing someone dirty intentionally or not is something that we try not to do, and that we do try to stray away from here at Hootball Gaming. So, For uh, sure. we won't do yeah. you dirty. That's our that should be our slogan.
0: Man, I cannot believe Oregon has an 8 point lead heading into the half. Yeah, <laughs> number 7 Oregon. They came out they came out playing interesting. Chris so.
1: Duarte is um he's he, I did not actually, expect
0: their defense to be like this.
1: He just got fouled. Yeah, he just got fouled on a three point attempt at the end of the buzzer or at the, at the buzzer.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So they're going to the line for three?
1: Yeah. Oh my god. So um That's worse. This OU Gonzaga game to wrap it up cuz I don't think we ever truly did. Um do you think Gonzaga rolls the 14 and a half or is that too big? I th- I for me I feel like it's too big. I feel bit. like it's a little too big. They've Oklahoma. won 24 games in a row by double digits. So
0: I know but Oklahoma's a good team. They're scrappy.
1: Yeah. And they've won they just- some games uh some really tough games. So
0: I just think 14's a lot. I, I never like those types of of big spreads. I kinda like I try I try to find some that they're a lot closer just so that you know you're gonna be in a real game. I will say this. I think I think Oklahoma is scrappy. I don't think they're gonna get ran up on. So I'm thinking the under on 155 and a half. I like that more than yeah. anything.
1: I think there will be a good amount of points, but I think both teams are gonna be patient. You know, you got some really established coaches. Um, It's hard for me to establish an opinion on the side or the total. This is one of those games that I'm about to turn on the other, the second TV um, and pop on at 140 here, my time and have on to watch one game that I am high on though. One game that I do want to break down a little bit is featuring a play-in game and a 14 seed, and this is for a, shan- a chance to go to the Sweet 16. So we're getting a double-digit uh, seed advancement to this one slot of the Sweet 16 a- at least. And Abilene Christian, um, 14 seed, going up against UCLA. Um, you got UCLA minus five. You got UCLA minus five.
0: They just they they play at such a speed that I don't think Christian's going to be able to keep up.
1: Yeah. Well, I am actually on Abilene Christian plus five. I love this Abilene Christian team. They,
0: there, um, it is. there it is.
1: So, uh, different analysis. 133 is the total. Um, I like
0: the you know, over on that, too.
1: Yeah, I was trying to decide because they, they showed their elite level defense against Texas, uh, you know, in the first half from the jump. Uh, the effort, the defensive presence, you know, it was there. Their assignments. Um, this is a team that is number one in um, the country and I believe, turno- opponent turnovers per game, or they might be number one as a defense in steals per game. So pressure is something that they can definitely create. However, UCLA, uh, you know, they are good at protecting the ball. They usually don't allow – a bunch of opponents uh, to get steals. And I believe that's due in part by Tiger Campbell, the dynamic point guard for the Bruins. And um, I think that Abilene Christian has a chance to shoot above 50% as far as an effective field goal percentage goes and hold UCLA to under 50% on the EFG side of things because of that defense and because of the downtick, uh, or I should say uptick, um, you know, for opponent offenses against the Bruins and their effective shooting percentages, UCLA's got to avoid getting um, you know, poorly matched up and you know outworked early in this game because if Abilene Christian. Um, gets in a groove early like they did against Texas and they get some, you know, they get three, four stops in a row and they're grinding and they're getting steals and they're drawing fouls. Good luck moving them. I mean, this is a very solid team in Abilene Christian. I This is one of my – actually, this is probably the game I'm most excited for on the card because, uh, like I said, play-in game, I don't know, man. There's some good games on the card.
0: I'll bet you ten pushups that uh, UCLA wins by six.
1: Well, I can do like, twenty pushups at least. I can. So. I can do
0: ten. I can do ten. <laughs> I'm not doing twenty. I already worked out this morning. I'm done.
1: All right. I'll,
0: I'll bet ten pushups with you.
1: All right, and the losing side, we'll post it. We'll post it on Twitter.
0: There you go. That works. That All works. Ten I'll, big pushups.
1: I'll digitally give you my pushups.
0: Yep, yep, it'll become an NFT. Those things where we just take a video and put it for sale and see how many people want to buy me doing push-ups.
1: Right. <laughs> All right, so I'm on Abilene Christian, and Vince is on UCLA, the Bruins, and there are push-ups on the line. So stay tuned on that. Actually, I think this next game or the game following is one of the ones that I'm more excited for. I don't know. Like I said, this just a great card. Number thirteen seed Ohio taking on Creighton. That's the West Region second round chance of a Sweet Sixteen appearance. Creighton minus five and a half over under one forty nine. Um, I think this game can get to one fifty two, one fifty one on the total. Ohio obviously dynamic with Preston. This is a Steph Curry like player in the conf- in the. Uh, sorry, excuse me, in the NCAA tournament. Just leading and willing his team by pure skill and raw talent and IQ. And then you've got Creighton on the other side who's starting to figure stuff out. Um, and then, you know, Ohio's got a good supporting cast also. Um, so don't rule out the efficiencies of these offenses. Creighton, like I said, starting to roll. Zagorowski's starting to get hot. And they're also starting to get some interior play also from their forwards. So I think that this is a game that's going to be highly entertaining. Five ten central standard tip. And um, I am, like I said, when, but at the start of the tournament, Selection Sunday area shows, I was talking about how it was going to be hard not to back the dogs all the way through this tournament, just because I had a sense that with how conference tournaments went, with 2020 and COVID in general, that underdogs were just, it was going to be a common theme. So, hard for me not to back the Bobcats here. The feel-good story of Jason Preston, who received zero Division I college offers out of high school, was a zero-star recruit, has a chance to be an NBA player now, probably will be. Um, So, look for some excitement out of this game. You know how to book flights and hotels.
0: All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator is going to blow your mind but i really think it happens.
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. I think we're
0: going to i think we're going to see a pretty big upset today.
1: I think i know where you're going.
0: I think i'm going to take Maryland yep. over Alabama.
1: I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, i'm not mad at that because um, i was looking at some numbers and some historical science about Alabama and where they specifically are in the bracket as the two as the top number 2 seed, not a lot of success. Not a lot of success um, as that number one, two seed. Um, They hardly make it to the sweet 16. (laughs) And they're they're young, young. but uh, you're you're seeing teams having issues with the size of Maryland. And Maryland is posing some serious issues. Um, Alabama obviously has a couple of dynamic players. I can't remember their names. I never can, so that sucks. But usually I'm good with personnel. Um this is honestly a really good good call right here. Um and I'm excited to see how this game plays out. Mark Turchin, uh he's a great coach.
0: Great yeah, man, coaches in
1: March are hard to hard to go against.
0: I just think a 210 underdog with a with an offense that I think is very versatile, it's fast, it likes to shoot threes. Uh and then their defense, I think they're I think they're going to play heavy zone again. They played zone in their last game. I think Maryland's gonna stay with the zone and and really try to eliminate offensive rebounds. If they can do that, where Alabama strives is just being able to bully you. I feel they like to get down low and push through, and they get the easy shots. Like that's what makes them so efficient. Alabama's a good team, dude. I just I just think Maryland has the ability. They have some they have some really good scores that are being overlooked. Obviously, take the points if you want to feel safer. But I'm, I think I'm going to sprinkle a full unit on, on Maryland getting the upset.
1: Well, we don't sprinkle. We play. We make plays. <laughs> so, got a full unit looking like maybe on the line on Maryland. I like the plus five and a half. I'm going to roll with you on that. Uh, only reason I'm not rolling with the full on Maryland play is because I've got Alabama going to a deeper part of the bracket. My two main brackets of record that I need to – go ahead and cash in some prize money on. Um, So I like the spread. You know, I am fearful of Maryland in this spot. And at plus, you know, double your money at 210, that's um, a really, really good spot in my opinion. Um, I was going to do a quick rewind to 6.10 p.m. LSU, Michigan, Michigan down Isaiah Livers. Um, I think this is the spot where it hurts them. And LSU playing incredibly uh, so as of late. Great run in the SEC tournament. I'm taking the plus five with LSU. Um, I think that they even win outright. And the over-under is at 148. Um, the faster this game is, the more it's going to be advantage, uh, of an advantage to the Bayou Bengals. So, um Man, you know, I thought Michigan was going to be the number one seed first to lose, but Illinois beat them, beat them to it. But the Big Ten, they're not having a good showing. Um, their, their big teams are just getting knocked out left and right. So, LSU and the way that they push the ball, their they're three-headed monster, um, man, I'll tell you what, I, I even like the over 148.
0: Yeah, a lot of points. A lot of points in that game could be could be had i to be honest I don't, really, I, I don't really know why but i feel like lsu is another team that i feel like no one's talking about enough
1: yeah one of the first they, things i said I, you know it was like a number eight lsu seed man don't want to see them in the tournament
0: yeah like that's a that's I, again i feel like they're getting I, I mean i get it like they had their struggles in the beginning of the year or, or in the middle of the year i can't really remember when when i saw it on the on the What's the what's the channel called where they only do college sports? Was it BTN?
1: Uh ESPNU
0: network. Or yeah. SEC network. S e- I C C Network. There you go. The SEC network. There you go. So I was watching them and they're talking about their struggles. And when I saw that LSU was like a what a number eight, nine seed, I was like, that's crazy. That's a that's a good team. And not only that's a good school, like you don't really see that team and say, oh yeah, that's that's a team that that's easily walked through. Normally they always put up a fight, so I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're uh, a under underrated team so far.
1: Yeah. All what I'll say in parting on this game before we talk about the next one, and then we got some NBA to get into. I think we got two more college games. Um, but LSU, um, or I'm sorry, Michigan with and without Isaiah Livers. Just look up those numbers, and that is what I will leave you with. Um, it it's monumental. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Polarizing. Completely different opposite ends of the spectrum. Colorado, Florida State. I think this is probably going to feature the most balanced matchup. I think this is going to be probably the most uh, the game with the most chance of going to overtime. Colorado, man, I was looking at fading them in the first round just because I fell trapped to the trendy Georgetown pick and my love of Patrick Ewing and the feel good story of that. But, you know, they they were the one five seed that pushed through the best seeding in Colorado program history. And Florida State struggled against UNCG. Uh, Greensboro got that cover for me by a hook. So, Um, but Colorado, they got probably the best guard, one of the best guard, top three guards in the tournament. And uh, McKinley Walker. And then they also got a talented big man who facilitates with screen setting and secondary touch passes, et cetera, setting up other teammates in um, Batie. So look for him to be involved. Florida State, Colorado, I think the uh, opportunity of cashing an under ticket in this is kind of nice because Leonard Hamilton has a really great coaching philosophy as far as defensive schematics. And then Colorado, People don't talk about them a lot, but their zone defense and their length can create some issues. And Florida State has had an inefficient offense the last month or so. Look how they performed against Georgia Tech. Look how they performed in their opening round game. Granted, UNCG was the top defensive team in the Big South Conference, but that's the Big South Conference. As much as I love them, you can't be coming out stale and stagnant against those small schools. And then, uh, you know, Colorado plus money – underdog I like it I like the five seed over the four seed here
0: yeah I don't have much opinion on this game I didn't do any research on that game but I'm gonna trust you because I've told you a few times already this year and uh, I think you're our uh, our our site's number one college picker
1: right now right aren't you yeah well to be honest and to be fair though there's not a lot of us that make college plays on hoop com. <laughs>
0: I mean, it doesn't matter. There's three of us. You're the number one out of the three. They got to pick between all of us. I mean, you're the number one to follow. What do you mean?
1: Hey, I, I guess. Whatever. I'll take it. Um, All right. Well, we talked about Maryland, Alabama already. And then this matchup, I was hoping it was going to be a, a game in the bracket, but I I didn't have a lot of faith in KU. They got yeah. McCormick in late when they weren't supposed to have him. So, you know, they got lucky there. They dodged a bullet, but they still got some ins and outs. T- people that didn't travel with the team uh, initially. So make sure that you look through and find what you can as far as lineup stuff in this game. This is an even spread. I, I had a USC minus one and a half ticket. It, and I, you know, my value has evaporated because now it's a you know it's a pick'em over under 135 and a half. That defense and the Mobley brothers of USC. Up against this Bill Self team, uh coach team of KU. KU falters in the tournament historically. Um, this is a great defensive USC team. I don't know if you've looked into it much, Vince, but it is featuring a team in your home state, so Oregon. What'd you say?
0: So which which one is which one are you talking about?
1: USC Oregon and Kansas. State. Oh, wait, is Oregon your uh, home state?
0: No, no, no! You're USC. Okay. USC is, USC okay. is my host. state.
1: Okay, uh, I got yeah, no.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't have much on this game. Honestly, I was looking more at the morning, and then I. am sorry, I seem distracted. It's because of my phone is getting blown up right now with Kyrie Irving news. Oh. Kyrie Irving will is gonna be missing the neck, the Nets' next few games due to a family issue, and knowing Kyrie and how big of a family guy he likes to be. This could be something that three games is for now and could be looking at more soon.
1: Like at least a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I can see him being out until KD comes back.
1: Wow. That is some news. Yeah, sorry.
0: So I was distracted, but for a good reason. Not for anything like crazy, but because – Honestly, one of my fantasy teams has Kyrie Irving in it, and I think I might be screwed out of the final playoff spot if I don't have him this week. There's three weeks left until playoffs, and I only hold a game-and-a-half lead over the final playoff spot. So we have six teams that go to playoffs. I'm in six by a game-and-a-half. Yikes. And then that, then I'm in a league with Danny Bespris right now That uh, that I'm in fifth place, but I'm only a game-and-a-half. Ahead of seventh place. So that's kind of scary, too. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if I'm going to be making the playoffs this year. I made so many bold trades that now I don't know what to do. I traded for KD. I traded Drew Holiday for KD. That's how oh, big wow. of a trade I made, if you want to know. So that is that's why. Yeah. I. Not only did I do that, I made the stupidest trade. I, but it, my mindset was I'm going to have Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant on my team at the same time which is why I did the trade. But, dude, I traded Robert Williams and Drew Holiday for Anthony Davis and Blake Griffin.
1: Ooh.
0: That was rough. That was no bueno. Well, I mean, good news about Blake
1: Griffin. At least his situation was uh, upgraded in Brooklyn.
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe with Kyrie out, that means we're going to need to have more Blake with the ball in his hands. Maybe more assists. I don't know. We'll see. That's that's more fantasy conversation. But if you're ready to talk NBA picks, I'm ready for that as well. I don't know where we are with the. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the last the college game, right? That was the last one.
1: Yep, I've got my card up for the NBA already. Do you want to start with Kings, Cavs?
0: Sure. Yeah, we got the Kings minus four on the road in Cleveland, and uh, I'll be honest, I don't trust Sacramento. I don't trust. I live in this city. I know this team like the back of my hand. I have been fortunate enough to cover this team for a while. And I I cannot tell you what they're gonna do. I couldn't tell you if they're they're gonna come out and be the team that I think that they can be. I can't I can't tell you if they're gonna come out and outperform. You never know. It it you just never know. You can never call it with the Kings. And I blame it mainly on the coaching, but. I can't even say that because the Kings have gone through so many coaches to where that can't even be used as an excuse anymore. It's just a thing that happens. So uh, I'm taking the Cavs. I think Jared Allen's real. If Garland and Sexton are playing, I just just feel like that team has a real chance of winning. Torian and Prince, if he's playing, helps them defensively. Uh, I mean, they they just have so many guys in Cleveland that match up decent against this king's horrible defense so i don't trust the kings i will take the calves here my plus four and feel pretty good about it and i'm going to take the over on 223 because no defense is going to be played in this game whatsoever
1: yeah yeah you could see a huge game tonight between sex land and that is mr sexton and mr garland um yeah. Another I also game. Dearian
0: Fox is a stud today.
1: Yes, yeah, D'Arian Fox could uh, definitely have a huge, huge DFS game. Yeah, for sure. Thunder Timberwolves, another defense optional game. Uh, Minnesota's a three-point favorite.
0: Yeah, I want to.
1: I want okay, to take the Thunder as the dog.
0: <laughs> I'm taking them as the win the game. Like I'm not taking. Them yeah, as the
1: absolutely. Yeah, just straight yeah, up.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know why? Because. I have this gut feeling. Don't I, there's no rumors, no reports. I just from how I read that that Minnesota team, it would not surprise me if Carl Anthony Towns sits this game. Yeah, like that's just it's something that's definitely possible. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll see. I mean, I obviously, like I said, I could be wrong, but I've I've seen crazier things happen.
1: Absolutely, and it would
0: not surprise me. And I, I just think Al Horford plays as well. So that stops Carl anthony Towns. Shay Gilgis has been playing great. Ty Jerome, he, he is Ty solid. Jerome. He's a solid. Oh my God, he's solid. And then so is uh, uh, Theo Malden, solid defender. I actually think he's an underrated backup point guard in this league. The, the, the Thunder have some nice players. And then not, we haven't even mentioned one of my favorite players on that team. Give him two years, and he's going to be a player that people are going to be adding to their rosters. Like in the third round of most leagues, and that's Lou Dort. That mm-hmm. deep, he's like a Marcus Smart type of player, and has the upside to be better than Marcus Smart. Like he, he's a good player. I really like Lou Dort.
1: I really like uh, Isaiah Roby. Um, I like his game a lot too. Thunder got a lot of these really good young oh, players.
0: how about Moses Brown? Moses Brown,
1: absolutely hottest he pickup is, in fantasy land this week. He
0: is solid, bro. He is a twelve and thirteen, I think. The yeah. other day as a starter, dude was on fire. He could not be stopped against Houston. Christian Wood thought he mu- he was too big. Yeah. yeah. That, that, was, he was a, that was a great game. That yeah, was a great so game. Thunder
1: to get the win outright. I think that's very plausible. I think it's yeah. what we're going to see happen. Um, Another
0: dog in this next game, too. I don't know why, but Boston is the underdog in Memphis against the Grizzlies. Now, I get that Jonas Valanciunas. Has been playing really well, but uh, Val as, as good as Valentinus plays, the defense on the wing between Brown and Tatum, I think, gets them the win here. I, I really do. I don't. I don't see. I don't see where. I mean, obviously, with Kemba being out and it's the second night of a back to back, I can see where the mindset could change to that. But I just, I just, I personally don't see. I don't think. I don't think the Celtics let let them get that win. I think they leave Memphis with a with a five point victory. To be honest, so take yeah, them mean, with the points, but I got them. I got them winning outright. Who
1: who needs a win more right now? I mean, this would this would get Boston I'm over five hundred. It would get them better positioning in the East, which right now, I mean, Atlanta's the sole possessive owner of fourth place. So that's a little unexpected. They're on a Nate McMillan heater. And that's what he can do for your club. He should have been the coach to start the season, um, to be honest. I mean, I like Lloyd Pierce, but how, how could you kind of do that to a guy? Um, I get it as a business standpoint.
0: It's Delta. working.
1: Yeah, it's work. I mean, since he's the coach, I think they've lost like two games, three games. Maybe. Also,
0: I think John Morant's going to get clamped down by Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. This is Marcus Smart's first game as a true starter again since returning from injury. Yeah. Uh, with no Kemba, so I think you're going to see Marcus Smart take on the the role of guarding John Morant, and I think it's going to be a different type of defense for Jaw tonight. I mean, I, I I can just see it.
1: Yeah. It's but I could be... also
0: see Marcus Smart being out too. Sorry.
1: No, no, you're good. I, I'm not. I was just going to kind of piggyback on that, and you know, obviously say keep an eye out, and it's going to be an important for who's in, who's out. Um, but you know. Keep an eye on the lines. You know, if you see major shifts in that, Vegas knows something, you know. So that's something that I usually do to keep a vibration down. And I want to talk this Hornets-Spurs game real quick. And I think we can probably both agree that we can just go ahead and throw out Raptors-Rockets unless you want to talk about it.
0: Raptors rockets oh yeah Pascal Siakam over 21 and a half points that's it okay
1: I figured you might have had something in it so I didn't want to complete one and and half
0: yeah over 21 and a half points for Pascal Siakam. it you know it started at 20 though that's what, so I don't know to, I thought I thought prop bets were set a day in advance but I think they're live too like I don't know sometimes yeah. I get confused by their picks I think here.
1: some spots do offer some live prop betting I've seen some of that going on in the discord chat. Speaking of prop
0: bets, did you see my plus 600 almost hit uh, yesterday of James Harden and Russell Westbrook both having 10 assists and two steals for plus 600? Dude, I put $40 down to win, like, 240, and I was so close, dude. James Harden got hurt with, like, three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and he was two assists away from, from me cashing. Oh. oh my gosh on a plus 600 it was a lotto ticket i tweeted about it uh so for the results of it for those who didn't see we were two assists shy and it was all because james Harden got hurt and he got hit in the neck dude that's another thing we're gonna have to look out for because we might see james Harden questionable in the next game uh due to a neck out. injury Kyrie out kd out Bruce Brown's going to be huge. If he's still on your waiver for some odd reason, go pick him up because that's going to be a huge pickup. And then uh, Blake Griffin might see additional minutes as a ball handler.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, he is a big guard. That's what they guard big. Uh, uh, oh,
0: Sorry, one more prop that I hit on that I didn't tweet about and I should have because I felt like it was the most obvious one, but it didn't pay out as big. I think it was like plus 120 or something like that. But uh, Blake Griffin in the first game getting a dunk as a net that happened.
1: How is that even available?
0: <laughs> uh, Bovada. Bovada. Oh, yeah. that available. So what? that wasn't on my bookie.ag. I told you I use multiple different sites. but Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, you got to shop. It's smart. I would recommend it for all of our bettors. Yeah. If I can get a five and a half versus a six and a half somewhere, absolutely. You bet your darn yeah. boots I will.
0: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was a good one. Just betting on Blake Griffin dunking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what he's good at. So
0: that was his first dunk of the year.
1: Was it? Holy crap.
0: Yeah. That was well, his I mean, first I know he's been injured
1: a, a ton, but Yeah, but this is a full year where
0: he did not dunk the ball at all.
1: I did not know that. That's crazy. That
0: was his first dunk. That's why it was a plus one twenty bet. Wow. Yeah, that's why I said I had to. I I just saw an alley oop. I should have now, I should have tried to see if there was an alley-oop bet, but the question was, does Blake Griffin get dunked in his first Nets game? And I said, yes. And it paid plus Absolutely. 120, and it hit.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, guess Detroit was playing him a lot of the time away from the basket in that offense. Um, yeah,
0: a lot of ball handling for yeah. for a power forward shooting 36% from the field.
1: <laughs> it's efficient. That's how you win games. <laughs>
0: uh next up we have what pacers bucks
1: uh i think we skipped over hornets spurs and then jazz bulls i was kind of interested in taking the bulls plus eight and a half didn't know how stupid that was uh the jazz are tough to bet on and against in my opinion being as good as they are and then the spurs as five point favorites at home i you know the hornets are down uh Obviously, LaMelo Ball, we, we heard about the news of that, his hand fractured, RIP, uh, Rookie of the Year tickets for LaMelo. Pour, pour one out for your, your ticket there.
0: No, I think he still has a good chance of winning that. I think, I think he so. did enough. I think he did enough. I think if, if he's taken out of the conversation, who do you put in first place now? Is it automatically Anthony Edwards in your mind uh, because of how hot he's been with scoring? Or is it a guy like Tyrese Halliburton who – surprised most people with his IQ and is still playing good basketball overall.
1: You know, I think I would go obviously with the latter just because Halliburton's done it from day one and even in, you know, preseason ball. We've seen these awesome flashes and um, if the Kings can just start winning some games, you know, because I incorporate the team's outcome and everything on, you know, my MVP and my rookie of the year, et cetera, uh, opinions. And, you know, with Anthony Edwards, I'm sorry, but, you know, uh, the Timberwolves, they're not doing anything. So if the Kings somehow make the playoffs or they finish just outside of or they have to get into that playoff scenario to get into the playoffs, and Halliburton is a big part of that, I know he's kind of downticked a little with his numbers lately, but, you know, if he does it from day one all the way through and he stays healthy... You know, why shouldn't he get the trophy? I know what LaMelo was doing when he was in was great. But, you know, if you get hurt, you get hurt. I mean, that's the facts yeah. of life. I wonder if James Wiseman has a chance to make a late push as well. That was one of the other names I thought of. But as a center, I, you know, he's been getting limited
0: minutes. Limited, done, yeah. Yeah, he's done up and down. I just think it's, it's going to be Halliburton, Edwards, or – uh, obviously LaMelo and I think LaMelo did so much to from the becoming a bench player to being a starter I think he got it I think he's won it no matter what
1: Yeah and shout out to the Hornets and Baregas in general for being able to make that work and then not completely tarnish or diminish the value of the rest of your guys I mean we we knew that Graham was going to see a downtick just based off how good he was last year but we thought he was, that was like the crucifixion of him. Like that was the nail in his coffin. Or we thought Rozier was going to suffer a downtick or his efficiencies and stuff and usage were going to go down. That's not been the case. So that offense is oh, looked good. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, no, I read that wrong. Okay, never mind. Not breaking news. I thought I saw breaking news to break on this. Ooh, I read it wrong. Okay. I thought I thought I saw Andre Drummond was going to the Mavs. Oh, that's not that's not what happened. It says that the Mavs are interested in making a trade for Andre Drummond.
1: Hmm, that him and Porzingis together would be kind of cool, actually.
0: I feel like he if Drummond committed to becoming a roller, like a a hard roller, oh, that would be a scary, scary. It'd be hard one. to
1: stop him and Luca.
0: My God, that'd be. Let's think of you having. If you guys in in Dallas already like having Boban, think of having everything Boban wants to be in Andre Drummond. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you have to overpay a little bit, but at least the Lakers or the Nets won't have them. Yeah. You get to make a solid push. I think that would be a solid addition for them.
1: I think this is absolutely crazy because his usage is so low. But could you imagine just a limited, weird Rick Carlisle rotation or set or sub package featuring – Boban and Drummond. Like no one else would get rebounds ever in those four-minute windows that we would see it. I want to just see both of them stand still and dunk. <laughs> yeah. Just feed each other. Like the crazy a...
0: thing is that Bobon makes Drummond look small. That's how big Bobon is. Right. That's crazy. Like because Drummond is, I think, seven, seven, one. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobon's um, like seven, three. Yeah. He still right. makes it. He still makes, and because of his size, he's like girth wise. Like when you see him in person, he still makes Drummond look like five ninths. Like he's
1: fucking huge. Again, swear jar. Oh, that's two. Uh oh. You got two. Well, we only got a man. couple games to talk about left, so I think you can make it stretch for your third one.
0: All right. Well, then here, here, here. I got one. Let me let me make uh, it up here, by watering. Quick jazz,
1: out. jazz bulls. Should I take the plus eight and a half on the bulls? No. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. All right. That's all I needed to hear.
0: Don't do that. Uh, right. I'm also avoiding that Spurs Hornets game just okay. because I feel like, I feel like Devonte Graham is being overlooked. I think the, the the Hornets can still be a good team with Devonte Graham as their starter. But, and so if I had to lean one way or the other, I would go points, but I'm just avoiding that game as a whole because I want to see, the Hornets play good with no LaMelo, because LaMelo brought a swagger to that team, He did. I felt. So,
1: yeah.
0: That, but uh, I got an underdog, another underdog pick for you. You guys know how much I love this team, and they proved me right yesterday, because I bet on them in the early morning game against the Heat, and that's these Indiana Pacers, bro.
1: Yeah, I love the way the Pacers play. Sabonis, one of my favorite players in the league right now, really, really like. You know, the Holiday Brothers, those are pretty cool. Uh, Harris players. Levert. Harris Levert's in there now.
0: TJ McConnell going to be the most overpaid backup point guard, I think, in the league after this year. Yes.
1: I mean, what, he averages almost like three steals a, a steals game. A game. I, yeah, I was going to say three steals a game and then like six or seven assists with like a six and a half A to T uh, turnover ratio, you know. This is going to be
0: the one time I say it for him. I'm speaking on behalf of Danny Bespris. He recommended a drop of TJ McConnell. He dropped TJ McConnell, and I believe he said 40% of his leagues. The next game, he goes for 16, 13, and 3. Gross.
1: Oof. Yeah, and he's efficient. Like, he's not going to put up a ton of points, but he is a very efficient and very smart cerebral player. He'll penetrate. He probes. And he may not shoot a lot of the time, but, and then here's the thing he's a small guy, so he's going to get fouled a decent amount too. So, um, yeah,
0: he gets the line quite a bit, shooting like 78% from the line as well.
1: Yeah, high volume there. And um, pinpoint shooter, so really good passer. Uh, I like the pay, you know, I was actually going to bring this up. I was listening to Sports Grid on Sirius XM this morning. And Ariel Epstein, and I can't remember, the uh, Jared Smith, they were talking about this game, and they were talking about the weird movements so far. Um, They had Rob Perez on, and he talked about how the movements on this line make it seem like someone's going to be out on the Milwaukee side. So if we get this early, uh, I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing's really confirmed, but there's been some movements on it, so I love the Pacers' value in this. Now, are you talking about taking the Pacers straight up?
0: Uh, no. Okay. Take, I was like – Definitely take the
1: boys. Big Big
0: but I, I can see this happening though, and and you can tell me if I'm crazy. But what how I see the Pacers winning is they're gonna go down to uh, Sabonis early to try and get Giannis into foul trouble. You got to remember, like the Pacers could be without Miles Turner, who rolled his ankle yesterday. Oh. He returned to play after retaping it. But the Pacers could be without Miles Turner, and I actually think it makes them a little bit better with Sabonis being at the five. I yeah. think it makes them slightly better because then they can be a more of a shooting team. You're going to, I think you'll see Dougie McBuckets step into the starting role and then you're going to have a lineup where it's Sabonis, Levert, Brogdon, uh, Dougie McBuckets, and Justin Holliday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have, so you have shooting and defense everywhere.
1: Well, and then another thing who might, who will get more minutes is Betaze. And his awkward length and, you know, style of play could also really pose a problem for Giannis, um, too, while he's out there. So maybe yeah, that's something to keep an eye out on as well. Really yeah. interesting game. I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. Real uh, just, you know, blue-collar uh, game right there. Lunch pails and all that. Last game of the
0: day, I think we talked about all of them, is Hawks-Clippers. And you, you brought it up already. Hawks been on this crazy win streak have now got to fourth place by themselves in the east. They actually hold it legitimately by themselves. The Atlanta Hawks. This team that's been struggling. Bogdanovich just had a 23-point game the other day. Is he back? Probably not, but maybe. I'm um, another bold prediction. Hawks cover the spread plus six and a half.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, that is bold. Um, one thing we have working for us though, is the fact that the clips usually rest someone. Um, I'm not sure, you know, this is the last game of the evening. So I doubt we're going to get all the lineup stuff here at 1238 in Oklahoma at the Mm -hmm. current juncture of the day. Um, so keep an eye out, two eyes out and maybe an ear on that. So has already
0: ruled out. Who's
1: who else was it?
0: Ibaka. Just Ibaka is ruled out. And then Kawhi, And it looks like Kawhi and Paul George are both playing. Uh Breaking news here now, Kemba Walker and Tristan Thompson. It's really not breaking news. Yeah, I think we were knows.
1: expecting Kemba.
0: Both of those guys are out. Second, I have a back-to-back for Kemba, so rest management and Tristan yeah. Thompson's in health and safety protocols. But it looks like Derrick Rose has officially passed and cleared. Health and safety protocols, and he will be available for the first time since February 28th. So a month in protocols, and he is finally out. Uh, Oh, that's another thing about Kyrie. He's going to miss the three days due to, uh, he's going to miss three games for the family situation. But when he
1: comes back, he's going to uh, have to retest. Yeah. Yep.
0: Retest and be quarantined. Yep. Wow. Wow.
1: That's going to be a pretty decent blow there. Pretty big yeah, blow. The plus six and a half. I think Clint
0: Capella plays a huge factor in this game against Zubok. Uh, John Collins, I think this could be his showcase game of the night. With the, they're the primetime game of the day. They're the final game of the night. And it's three days before the trade deadline. You're about to see stuff. And I don't know if we have time to really cover it because we have been doing this show for, for a while now. But Aaron Gordon has officially requested a trade from the Orlando magic. So that's going to be a name circulating now. Uh, He's already been a name that's been in trade talks already Uh, links to the Kings and, and a few other teams. I know that have interest in Aaron Gordon. My question is what is his value? I don't know what the upside is anymore. I think everyone, a lot of people have given up the upside mindset, but I think this is just such a, it's such a coincidence, right, that he finally drops 30 points against the Nets in a win against the Nets, and now he's requesting the trade. Yeah. It, I'm guessing his agent thinks that his value
1: is higher. But Well, maybe yeah. he thinks with LeBron out, the Lakers would be interested.
0: I mean, it's, they would be. I think that would be a great pickup for them, give up Kuzma.
1: I heard something about maybe them trying to get depot also.
0: Oh, yeah. Full. Oladipo is going somewhere. I don't know where, but Oladipo will be in a trade.
1: <sighs>
0: I was hoping that would be Sacramento, but I don't think it's going to be. I think the Kings have the best option.
1: Yeah. The um, deadline is going to be a crazy swirl of transactions. Really? You think so? I, You know, I think it's going to be one of those that – it's got exciting stuff that happens, you know, some names that we probably were expecting for a while now. I think we're going to get some closure and solidification on some of, you know, our guesses or what rumors were out there and what other contenders are. I think we're going to start seeing I mean, what I like about the trade deadline, nonetheless, when all the dust settles, we see who's trying to do what for the playoffs or then who's trying to do what for future positioning and all that so i feel like we're gonna
0: hear i think i think we're gonna get more excited about the potential like news that comes out on that day more than we are about deals that are made
1: yeah which is how last year was i think sandwiching covid in between those two time windows and trying to do that kind of business could definitely lead to some more concern oh my gosh Uh uh-oh yes The Milwaukee
0: Bucks have listed Giannis as out tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Ooh. What did we just say?
1: Got to get the – all right, we got to wrap the show. We got to wrap it. (laughs) We got to get that out. We got to get it out. All right, Hootballers. He's at VMC. He broke it right here on the show. Giannis is going to be out. Go get those Pacers tickets, and uh, don't be scared if you are. Go to church. We're sending you all the good vibes and all the good energies. Don't forget to go back to hoop-ball.com. Tell a friend, your aunt, or great cousin, and let them know about all the fun Discord stuff and all the goodies that we offer. Don't forget the promo codes. Go to manscaped.com. Go to mybookie.ag. We're going to wrap this and do a quick expedited outro. Had a fun show. Once again, it's D A L E 007 on Twitter for me at Hoop Ball Gaming over there for the show. And a, another quick reminder of Vince's, and that's at VM Center on Twitter. Vince, thanks again, bud. And hopefully we do it a lot sooner than the last one.
0: Yep. Hey, we'll, we'll, do, we'll be together soon. We were reunited. We felt so good. Now let's get these dubs.
1: Yeah, like Jack and Rose. All right, guys, (laughs) y'all have a good one and you enjoy the rest of your day and watch some college ball. Go Chanticleers.